JJ from What's the happening? What's happening? What's going on, sir? Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> oh, you know, I had, you know, I had to, I, I had to beat y'all to it. fans, welcome to episode 89 of the official Tiger Talk with the 1400 Club podcast, bringing you all the latest news, updates, and buzz surrounding your mighty JSU Tigers. I am the Corey C. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast to be notified of every new episode. Apple Podcast users, rate and review the show, and everyone, follow Tiger Talk with the 1400 Club on Facebook and Tiger Talk 1400 on Twitter. It all helps the cause, which is the I love, Jackson State University. Holding it down today are Charles Bishop and Neely. And welcome back to another episode of Tiger Talk with the 1400 Club. Charles Bishop here with my right-hand man, my man on the right, Neely. Welcome back in, brother. Chuck Bishop, the stat man. How you making it this week, my brother? We making it, man. We making it. You know, of course, this would have been rivalry week if we were playing, or where we take on the Alcorn State Braves, Neely. Man, what do you think of when you think about Alcorn? <laughs> well, the, the first thing I think of, Chuck, I don't think of it as a rivalry. Uh, you know, the, uh, <laughs> the the hammer and the nail have an association, not a rivalry. And uh, now I'm, I'm not foolish. Now I know they have gotten the best of us in football these past couple of years. But when you look at that overall schedule of years gone by, and you look at those people we've put in the NFL, and you look at all the other swag championships from all the other sports that we compete in, it's not a rivalry truck. They truck. They steal our little brother down south, but we love him. But <laughs> hey, this, but this, you know, Chuck, Chuck, this 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 is a great week, man. Uh, you know. Uh, we had to err on the side of caution with the pandemic and, and move to a spring football schedule, but you said it. This is the week that we would have been playing Alcorn and, and the, the pageantry that goes along with it, the parades, the parties, and most of all, man, nothing like that smack talking between those two schools, those families, because there's cousins on both sides, husband and wives and family members and coworkers. This state just comes alive to a whole nother level when it's Jackson State and Alcorn week. No doubt about it. And, and you know, Neely, of course, Jackson State Podcast. But, but we show love on this podcast, man. Introduce our guest, brother. We are honored to have with us, for all corn week of all weeks, one of the best smack talkers. He actually is a professional comedian. Y'all know him as J.J. from the SIP. Jeremiah Williamson, man. J.J., welcome to Tiger Talk with the 1400 Club, brother. <laughs> oh boy! Uh, yes, sir. It's gonna baby. be it's that time of year, baby. <laughs> it's gonna be my Chuck damn it, Chuck pandemic. It. Let's go in somebody's backyard and just do what I say. 
hey, JJ, let's do it. I'm, man, I'm, I'm down for it. Let's do it. But you know, we, it's, we all, we both know, and everybody know it. It's love. It's yes, love. Sir. It's truly love, man. But you know, it's like you say, man. It's all going Jack State week. This that week you throw away all the records. You don't care who leading the swag, who had a bad year. It, you know, it's 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 Mississippi's Super Bowl. Yes, sir. Right. Where's yes, Will, our Will Super Bowl, you? man. So we be looking forward to it, man. People going to debt just to just to experience that that, that <laughs> you know the festivities. <laughs> you know, you know, hey, you know, it's always the week before Thanksgiving, and it be close to the beginning of the next month. We don't even think about our bills when it comes to Alcorn Jackson State. <laughs> no, you, you got, we you got, got to go in the hole. We just got to go in the hole. Because you got to get the outfit ready. You got to get the outfit ready. Yes, sir. Got to get your outfits ready. You got to get your little snows down together. Oh, that, that's a that's a must. Let me let me ask that's you. That's a Megan. must, you right? Really, there. You really have a, a unique perspective about this thing because you you from Jackson? Grew up I'm off from Lynch Street. You know, uh, right down the street from Jackson, Jackson State, man. Yeah, absolutely. And you go to Alcorn, and you and you remember the band, and I, I can't remember what y'all band nickname is, Firecracker, or something like that. But you, <laughs> you, you, you go down there. <laughs> Tell us about man that relationship and love that you not only have for your school, Alcorn, but also for the city you grew up in, and what's what's it like being an Alcornite and then coming home Alcorn week with the band and so forth for this game. Well, man, you know all that Alcorn Jackson State uh, game, man. It's, it's been in my life uh, since I was, you know, since I came out. My mom, to be real, you know, yeah. my mom is a true Alcornite man. She was a 1952 graduate, now 1953 graduate of Alcorn State University. She, you know, she was the uh, first female tuba player ever. Oh wow! At Alcorn State, man. So. It was, it's, it's been in my life for a very long time, man. My mama was true. Uh, she took us to the games back in the day, man. So, I mean, I, I knew about it, man. I'm, I, I respected the history, man. I love the history, man. And, you know, it was always in my blood, man. So, you know, growing up in Jackson, you know, and I, like you said, I'm right from Lynch Street because I went to Jim Hill and Blackburn Junior High. So Jackson State was right down the street. So, you know, mm-hmm. all I had to do was sit on my porch, man, and I could hear the boom clearly, <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? Late night, you know, getting getting ready and prepared for that Saturday finale of, you know, and everything, man. So it's been in my blood for all my life, man. You know, I knew I was going to Alcorn because my mom put it in my blood back in when I was a kid. My brother went to Alcorn. He played in the band. So, man, you know what, man? You know that, that HBCU, HBCU, that Alcorn, it's been, like I said, it's been in my life. It didn't matter what my grades were. I could have had a 4.3. I could have had a full ride to Princeton, Cornell, Brown, Harvard. My ass was going to Alcorn regardless. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> man, that, that's, that's like the, the beauty of this relationship that we yes. all have, Jacksonians and Alcornites, because we all have that same story now. Me, you, and Chuck, and our producer Corey C. We grew up with the Soul Bowl. It later became the Capital City Classic. Capital City Classic. Uh, and, and for and for a while, it was just here in Jackson. And then it then it went back to alternating. You know, talk to us about some of your memories when the game would be down on the reservation. Oh man, I mean, you know, like you said, that that Jack State Alcorn man. You know, like that was Mississippi's Super Bowl. So, you know, when the game was at Alcorn, and you know, you got the 
truly understand that Alcorn Stadium was way smaller than Memorial Stadium. Uh, did definitely didn't hold the same capacity. So you damn near had to be on campus Thursday. <laughs> you know, just a park. Mm-hmm. You know, just a park. Mm-hmm. So. You know, you know, a game be at one o'clock, man. But you know, the festivities, man. The the traffic starts eight in the morning all the way until you know the next morning, man. So you know, having that everybody on campus, and you know, Alcorn is in the middle of nowhere, man. So you know, we was our own little family and community. It's almost like being in Black Panther, man. You know, it just everybody just <laughs> knew each other. And you know, it, it, I mean, you know, I mean, just think about it. You got the once you get on campus, you better have everything you need. I mean, that's right. food, drinks, you know, I mean, whatever you partake in and everything, man. So, you know, that week right there, man, you know, back in the day, especially when we was in school, you know, we got the TPs up, you know, representing them braids and everything, man. Yeah. So, you know, just being on campus, the music going, the barbecue, you see smoke everywhere, people just sitting down, just having a great time, and then you see them buses roll in, and, you know, it, it, it just escalates the whole atmosphere and everything, man. So it was just truly fun. You know, Jackson State, y'all, you know, I, you know, even though we rivalries, man, I, I, and I'm not just saying this, I always respected that blue and white because y'all was true. You know, you came in droves. You know, you, you came down and parted, man. You you represent. You got everybody got their blue and white on. You got the pom-poms. You know, man, somebody, when I moved to New York one time, I had my purple and gold pom-poms in, in my car, and dudes mm-hmm. were laughing. They were laughing at me, like, man, what you doing with pom-poms? I said, man, you got to come down south to truly understand why this be in my car, why it's in my back pocket, and why I shake it. Because, you know, we just we just true to our, our environment, our schools and everything, man. You know, like you say, man, it's rivalry week. We're having fun. You know, uh, like you say, brothers, sisters, cousins. Like my wife is a Jacksonian. She's a graduate graduate of Jackson State. She played in mm-hmm. the Sonic Boom. I was in the Sounds of Dynamite and everything. And uh, man, you know, so we we take rivalry week very serious. You know, this so, week right so here. So you on the you you on the couch this week? Oh well, no, I'm she on the couch because you know I've been winning lately. <laughs> you know, the last couple of years, you know, Alcorn been running Jackson State, so she got to be downstairs cold downstairs and, and you know, got to fix my plate every day during wide every week. But she caught me yeah. off guard last year. She caught me off guard last year. She brought her ass home uh, early and beat me to the house, and she locked me out. <laughs> I, I, I had to call the police on my wife. <laughs> and the police was like, we don't, we don't accept domestic violence. I said, it ain't domestic violence, rivalry week in our household. So the police yeah. like, well, you're going to have to handle that yourself. <laughs> That's <laughs> awesome stuff, man. <laughs> JJ, look, yeah, man. Let me ask, man, you were on campus uh, during the time with the great Steve Airtum and there, man. What was that like for you uh, being in the band, being in the Sounds Dynamite with, with McNair? Uh, doing everything down there. Everything. Man, you know, that was an amazing time, those years he was down there, man. I remember, um, you know, his brother, which is one who is the head coach at Alcorn State, man, you know, he started out as a wide receiver, but our quarterbacks that got hurt at the time, so we, he had to make the transition to quarterback and did real well those that year and a half he was. You know, he had a 
a, a small little stint with the Cowboys and everything, but he didn't really pan out. But when his brother came to Alcorn, Steve had a buzz. Like, man, we really got some people, to, the whole school was like, man, it's man, Fred brother coming, man. They say he's supposed to be the truth. So, man, I never get sneaking out of band practice doing, doing, doing um, the, uh, you know, practice and everything, man. And the man had a buzz so bad, you know, I just had to go see him, man. You know, I had heard him but never seen, you know, what he can do, man. And once I saw that spring practice, man, you, we was like, and no, no BS, man, we was like, man, we, fit, we got a god on campus right now. Mm. And we treated that dude <laughs> yeah. like that, man. The dude was a god, man. The man was truly a god uh, during this time at Alcorn, man. I mean, he was amazing, man. I mean, before, you know, we all got a chance to experience it even before the world saw him, mm-hmm. before the world even knew mm-hmm. who he was. So, like, I, with my comedy, I'm always on the road, and people be asking me, so you went to Alcorn State, so you was there with Steve McNair. I said, yeah. So, man, I always try to explain to people how serious McNair was before the world knew him. So I always go back to the classic movie, Blue Chip. Y'all remember Blue Chip with, with, <laughs> with Shaq and Kenny? <laughs> Dewey. And, and, you know, so check this out. So you, here's the perfect scene. I, this is how I try to you know, set it up for the people. Y'all remember in the movie when, when old boy took Nick Nolte to Louisiana and, and Shaq was in that little... That little rinky dinky little gym. Yeah, that warehouse. Yeah, that, that little warehouse like, and he would just dominate. I said, man, that's how Steve McNair was, man. Before the world knew about him, man, the man was packing stadiums by himself, man. You know what I mean? The man was bananas. It was bananas when Steve McNair was down there, man. I mean, you know, it was great times doing that because we was winning. We had a dope quarterback. You know, we get disappointed when McNair throw under 400. <laughs> That's a bad game. We be cussing him out. We'll we, see, we, like, we see him on campus like, man, you tripped last Saturday. You ain't throw for three ninety five and five touchdowns. Man, get him out of here. <laughs> well, we was we <laughs> were certainly celebrating when he when he when he threw under four hundred because uh, yeah we yeah, y'all got yeah, the, y'all yeah. got the best of us all those years that y'all had yeah that, man and that was yeah great man times, so uh, yeah, man so that was truly great times man I I was glad to uh, get ready I mean to enjoy the experience. He brought another uh, type of atmosphere to the campus, man. You know, the campus was live. Folks didn't mind going to class during the time. They, <laughs> you know, <laughs> the yard was dope in front of the cafeteria. used to always jump. We got the music out during, you know, lunchtime and, you know, dinnertime and everything, man. So it was truly amazing, man. Uh, you know, I was truly honored to be able to say I was blessed to watch that for those four years he was down there. Well, let me let me ask you this, JJ, because you 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 are from Jackson. I I know your heart is with Alcorn, and I understand, right. and appreciate, and respect it. And I know yes, equally sir. how much you love the city of Jackson, and you have respect for fourteen hundred Lynch Street. So when yes, you talk sir. about what like McNair did for Alcorn and the swag and all the HBCU, what what what's your your vibe? as it relates to Coach Prime coming to HBCU, coming to Jackson State, and what that can mean atmosphere-wise for everybody. Man, you know what? And Even though he's at our rival, I'd applaud Prime for doing it. I applaud Jackson State for giving him the opportunity to coach at the HBCU, man. Um, even though, like I say, even though it was our rival, man, I think that was a great move 
move for HBCU, uh, black community, our race, I mean, especially during these times of the crisis that we've been going through lately, man, with the mm-hmm. pandemic, uh, the way black people have been, been treated lately, man, all the, the killings that took place this year and everything, man. So that was truly a bright spot for for black uh, black people, uh, the HBCU. I, I commend uh, Prime Time for uh, standing up and, and starting that, that, that tradition right there, man. And I'm hoping that it would it would catch on and people would you know other famous uh, legendary black uh, athletes that that's hall of famers would you know take his lead and try to do that as well man I, like i said i think it was a great move it was great for hbcu it was truly great for jackson state man um, cuz y'all y'all need some life right now <laughs> <laughs> hey Chuck, Chuck hey, hey, hey man, y'all need some life right now. I mean, hey man, if 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 prime time when it came, y'all was real close to having y'all games at Hughes and Newell Field. <laughs> y'all was, y'all was, was almost y'all homecoming was almost on Thursday nights. And we were gonna whoop y'all at Newell Field. That's what we was gonna do is whoop y'all at Newell Field. Because hey, Newell Field hey, oh, is, oh, is, is twenty five hundred seats bigger than than, than yes, Jackson. Yeah, so, but man, I love like I said, man, I love the buzz that that he's brought to HBCU. I love the buzz that that Jackson State have now, man. You know, I think I was home. I think I was home the weekend that he got um, he got you know like they announced him as the coach and they brought him mm-hmm. in, man. I, I watched it. On TV, man, you know what? And like I said, that's our rival. I didn't go to Jack State, man, but I truly smiled. I stood up. I clapped. I loved it. I, I loved seeing Jack State embrace him and everything, man. And you know what? It, it, I feel like it brought a whole new life to Lynch Street. It brought a whole new life to the Jackson State community and fans and everything. Like everybody prime timing now. Everybody going mm-hmm. out looking for gazelles and bringing back weeds and, and curls and necklaces and everything. <laughs> hey, 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 somebody look. And I stayed right off Lit Street. I stayed right off Lit Street. I was at the store. I was at the what we used to call, uh, Chris, the juice store. The juice store, yeah, right, right, right there. there at the juice yeah. store. I came out the juice store, man, and somebody came by just jamming. Must be the money that's turning me on. I like, boy, that stay ready around this thing, baby. Yes, indeed. I rode, I rode by, I rode by Memorial Stadium. It was some folks already in their seats, and they ain't know when the game was. <laughs> <laughs> I like boy, oh, this is gonna man. be a great year right here. <laughs> oh, JJ. <laughs> Let me ask this question, JJ. And, and to yes, me, uh, you know, shift. I'm gonna shift gears just a little bit because being a comedian is a whole different level of genius to me. Uh, okay. When okay. did when did you when did you first know that you had this this gift to get on stage and make people laugh? Man, well, you know what, man, it was, a, it was truly a childhood dream of mine, to be honest, brother. Uh, I always wanted to be in entertainment. I always wanted to be in entertainment, man. I um, I didn't really know if 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 comedy was my, excuse me, my route to entertainment, man, but I, I used to love acting. I loved watching movies. I used to love 
reenacting, you know, certain parts of movies and everything in the mirror and in the bathroom, man. So, you know, it was it was just something that it glued to me as a child. I remember back in the day, man, you know, because I have older brothers and sisters, man, so they used to always sneak out the house, and I was the scapegoat of opening the back windows to let them back in. So for me not to tell, for me not to tell on them, they had to let me stay up sometime with mom and dad to go to bed. So the way my my mom and dad's house set up, man, we had this certain couch that would block the entrance to come in the living room. I mean, in the, in the family room to go to the kitchen. So I used to always hide back there, and then they used to always let me uh, watch, you know. Um, stand-up comedy back in the day, man. You know, I used to always watch a Richard Pryor or Arsenio Hall or a Marshall Warfield or a Robert Klein or, 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 you know, George Carlin back in the day, man. But I always wanted to be in entertainment. I used to always watch stand-up comedy, man. But, you know, I, I never thought I would get discovered. I was real negative about it, man, because of being, you know, back, in, back then, you know, I was Feeling like I'm from Mississippi, ain't nobody gonna discover me, and who gonna? I'm not talented enough because I'm not from the big city and everything, man. So I put that in the back burner of my life early, and never thought I would pursue it. Like I never told a soul that I wanted to be in the entertainment business or be a stand-up comedy. I never told my mom. I never told my dad. I never even told the man upstairs. I never even talked, had a conversation with God about what I wanted to do in life, and I knew he already knew my path. Mm. Mm. But, man, you know, so, man, I stepped out on faith, man. I finished all corn. I graduated in 1993, moved to Atlanta. I'm just going to give you all the, the dope little story how I got started, man. So I moved to Atlanta in 1993. Like I said, never told nobody I wanted to do stand-up, man, so I moved to Atlanta. You know, you know, just trying to, you know, make my way in life and everything. And um, one New Year's Eve, one New Year's Eve, 1994, bring it in, 95. Man, we was at a party, kicking it with my boys, man. We drinking, you know, having a great time and, you know, everybody getting a little tipsy. So you know how you leave a party, the crew walk down, everybody getting ready to go their separate ways, but then you stop for a few more minutes and, and talk before you get in your car. So I'm mm-hmm. making everybody laugh. I'm making everybody laugh, not, you know, not just, you know, just on everyday life stuff, man, having folks laugh. And somebody just out the blue, dude, somebody just out the blue say, man, you need to be a comedian. And my mm-hmm. light bulb, my light bulb just came on in my, in, in, in my body, in my soul, my spirit. I was so excited. <clears throat> so my girlfriend at the time, we was living together, man, and I ran home New Year's Eve. Look, I didn't even give her a hug. I didn't even tell her Happy New Year or nothing. I was like, baby, I finally found my calling. I know what I'm going to do with my life. I said, I'm going to be a stand-up comedian. You know, she shook it off and everything, man. So one night, man, I went up to Uptown Comedy Corner, went up to Uptown Comedy Corner, Earthquake. You know, I came up to that that, that guidance of Earthquake and Bruce Bruce Mm -hmm. and Arnett J Mm -hmm. and and Chris Tucker. Mm -hmm. So, man, it was i never forget, it was a Tuesday night. It was a Tuesday night here in Atlanta, Uptown Comedy Corner. Tuesday night is amateur night. That's when everybody, you know, if you want to be an amateur, you got to come in, sign the list. But, you know, they do amateur night for about an hour and a half, and then they bring the heavy hitters. Heavy hitters are already in there. So, again, Bruce Bruce in there, Arnaz J in there, Chris Tucker in there, Samoa in there. i never forget it. Uh, chocolate in there, Earthquake. So amateur night wasn't going well. 
Amateur night wasn't going with everybody getting booed. So the man, the, the first guy that ever brought me on stage, I'm not sure if y'all are familiar with him. His name is Zoo Man, but his Corey yeah. Zoo Miller. Called Zoo Man. Yes. Funny as hell. Mm-hmm. He out of New Jersey, but he lived in ATL. So Zoo Man goes back on stage, man. He was like, man, I'm not going to do no more amateurs. Because now he said, I'm going to do one more amateur and, and because all the amateurs before was getting booed. He said, I'm going to do one more amateur, and then I'm going to go to the heavy hitters. But that one more amateur he was talking about wasn't me because I was still hmm. down on the list. I was still down on the list. So he said, I'm going to do one more amateur. So I called, I pulled Zoo Man to the, to the side. I said, man, my name is J.J. Williamson. I'm on the list. And I looked him dead in his eyes. I said, dude, I got to go on stage tonight. Because if I don't, I may not come back. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, you know, my mind already set. I'm ready. Yeah. I'm geeked. I'm geeked and everything, man. He said, yeah, I, I, apparently I must have made him, you know, believe in what I was saying. Because he said, dude, I'm going to give you a chance. I'm going to give you a chance. You see we who, you see who in here. Now the crowd getting antsy. I'm going to give you a chance because you made me believe that you really serious about getting on this stage. He, but he told me, he said, dude, you got to rock this thing. So that's extra pressure. Yeah. Extra pressure. So he go back on stage. i never forget it. He go back on stage. He said, I know I said I wasn't going to do no more amateurs, but I'm going to do one more. Before he even introduced me or said who was coming up next as an amateur, the crowd already booing. The crowd already <laughs> booing. He's like, man, we don't want to see no more amateurs. Bring Chris Tucker up. Bring Bruce. We won't Bruce. Bruce. Oh, man. He said, but, but Zoom Man was like, no, this brother made me, he convinced me that he needs to go up tonight. And so before he even introduced me, he told me again in front of everybody. He looked me, he, he was already on the mic. He looked over to the side. He said, dude, you better come up here and rock this joint. I'm nervous as hell. My booty's sweating. I'm, I'm talking about nervous. I'm tingling. Oh, Lord, I ain't never felt like that in my life as far as being nervous. So, man, I... And you know what? I, I went on stage, and um, i never forget my first couple of lines. And I told the crowd, I said, I know y'all may see it in my face and my voice trembling. I said, y'all may hear it in my voice. I said, I'm nervous as hell. For some reason, that made the crowd, they laughed, they supported me. They like, go ahead, young brother, go ahead, young brother. So, man, and I only had one joke. I only had one joke mm-hmm. at the time. And the only joke I was doing, I was saying, I was saying the difference between white college football and black college football. Because you know, I knew about black college football, but you know, of course, you know, we got the egg bowl, you know, so mm-hmm. we see the white, the white games and everything. And so I talked about the difference of that and the difference of the bands. How you know the the white bands? They all corporate, you know, making diagonals and you know, making sure they <laughs> legs are pointed. I said, but black folks, we out there jamming. We dancing, getting nasty. We're going to put our mic, I mean, put our, our, our instruments on the ground. And then I talked about the difference between the drill teams, the white girls, you know, they just do ripples and leg kicks. I said, the, the black drill teams, we damn near s*** <laughs> down there. <laughs> <laughs> they, 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 they pulling they 
Hey, man, I know y'all remember. You know, when we was in the band, when we was at them games, you know, everybody used to bring their binoculars. Yes, sir. Yeah, man, yes, sir. you yes, know, you want to see what's going on halftime, especially Jack State <laughs> Allcorn, you know, the Sonny Boom, they jamming, the J-Sets jamming. Back in the day when I was in school, the coldest, the coldest mascot still today, all time, Wavy Dave. Say that. Yes, sir. I, come on, man. I'm, I'm a realist. I'm a realist. Yeah, I, yes, give, I give props with props. The Boom Live, Jack State Live, I mean, you know, the fans always live, but Alcorn I, I, was always in my heart. So even though I used to love going to the games and stuff and watching, so, man, you know, um, Man, that was that was real instrumental. Like I said, and I I told the difference between black college and white college. Man, I did that I did that drill team joint, acting like I was one of the golden girls. Man, I got a standing ovation my very first night. Man, and here I am. Look today. at that! Look at that! Look at that! Look, look awesome. at that HBCU That's you awesome. got you there. Yeah, man, I stepped out on faith, man, and put the uh, put my career and life in in the hands of God. Man, here I am today. Man, what, awesome. what a that's story, awesome. what a testimony, man. That's that's all right there, JJ. Yeah, man. That is all right. That's, that's powerful stuff, man. And, uh, yeah, man. <laughs> it, 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 it made me feel like going down the highway and, and, and hitting up mirrors and getting me something. Yeah, man, else to go. absolutely. Absolutely. Absolutely, hey, Chuck, man. Was... A few few years ago, we were we were looking at signing a young lady for, for ladies basketball, man. That, this is a true story. Now, this this going to sound like a joke, but it's a really true story. And uh, she, had, she had come down to Jackson State of Alcorn. And, okay. Uh, and, and so she ends up, JJ, she ends up coming to Jackson State. So I, I bump into our good friend, Joe Zahn Darby, who was down at the time, you know, he old Miss Hooping legend. And yeah. I, said, I, I said, Joe, I said, Joe, I told you we was going to get her. I told, I told you we're we going to sign the best player. She come to Jackson State. He said, Neely, you, you didn't get her. Applebee's did. I said, huh? <laughs> she said, man, when she, when she came down there and saw she couldn't eat after 10 p.m., she, she had to go with those Applebee's. JJ, man, it, it, I, I tell you, man, from the campus in front of that cafeteria to Thursday nights at the Diamond Lounge, the game day, yes, I, I've had some great times. I've had some great times down in Lorber, man. And, and, you know, we go back and forth this week. Uh, but Chuck, like you said, it started show, man. It, it's all love and it's all appreciation. Yes, it's, all it's, love. It's just it's a all celebration love. of blackness, you know. Yes, it's just a celebration of blackness, man. Like you said, man, just you know, two schools that love to play each other, man. Love to uh, gather as as a family, and then you know we and we just talk noise. You know, it don't mean mm-hmm. no beef. It don't be no beef. It don't like we want to fight you now or or want to shoot you in your life, man. It's just fun times for the week to celebrate, you know, what we we grew up on and we want to continue to, that tradition of that that I know they call it the Capital City Classic, man, but it's gonna always be the soul. That's the soul bowl. Yes, yes sir. Soul. Now, I gotta tell you, I gotta tell you, JJ Chuck, I gotta tell y'all this now. You know, people will look and hear me and they think I don't like all corn, but JJ know it ain't nothing but love. But please yes. understand Yes. I don't like Southern yes. for real. Like, I, ain't, I don't be playing with <laughs> that. I don't like Southern for real. Don't too many like, people I, I, like Southern. Yeah, I'm joking when I tell you about all corn, but I be real with Southern now, so I just want to make that clip. Yes, sir. Man, 
This has been a tremendous episode, JJ, man. We really appreciate you coming on. Before we get out of here, man, please let your fans know where they can see you, where you will be performing, man. Man, just follow me on all my social uh, media networks, man, so you can check me out. And um, I always post and let people know if I'm close to their city, come check me out. And uh, you know what, man? You know, Mississippi, it's so many Mississippians around the world, not just in the country, but around the world because, you know, I do, I do, uh, I do uh, comedy for the troops. So um, I do the troops, and man, so I go to Seoul, Korea, Japan, Alaska. I've met several HBCUs. I've met several Alkanites. I've truly met several Jackson State alums that's, you know, that's over there serving our country and everything, man. So we are, we are definitely, you know, world, you know, known and everything, man. So, you know, make sure you follow me, JJ from the SIP on Instagram and Twitter. That's JJ from the, T-H-E, the educated D. I went to school. All right? <laughs> <laughs> I, my black ass went to school. So JJ from the SIP, and that's two Ps, JJ from the SIP, Instagram and, and, uh, and Twitter, and I'm comedian JJ Williamson on Facebook. Um, you can go to my website, man. I got my schedule, um, you know, listed, and that is IamJJWilliamson.com. Good stuff, JJ. And, awesome. and I can tell you, uh, Chuck, is like Chuck said, great having you on, man. And, and shout out to you for what you've been doing during the pandemic with your, with your live club scenes, keeping people's spirits high. Oh, yeah. And, uh, yeah, man. And, and yeah, man. You know, man. We're 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 in tough times right now, man. You know, so I try to you know use my talent and, and creative spirit, man, to try to you know just put smiles on people's face, man, because we need it. We're going through some crazy times, man, with this pandemic. We never saw the world making this type of transition, man. As far as you know, wearing masks and now you know this COVID. You know, people are losing their lives. And everything, man. So you know, we we in some down times, man. But I think we're a strong mm-hmm. nation. I think we're a strong uh, country, man. That we're going to con- continue to strive and get better. Hopefully, we'll you know we'll we'll beat this pandemic, man. So we can go back to normalcy as much as possible. Uh, you see, we got a new president, man. So we got that fool out of office, man. And, and we got somebody <laughs> that you know, you know, man. You know, it, we we feel like we breathing again now, man. That you know, Joe Biden. And, and Kamala Harris is in office, man. You know, we're feeling good, man. You know, we I think we're making moves, and we just got a long way to go, man. So hopefully, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll continue to make the great right moves, to, you know, to get back to where we need to be. Yes, sir. So y'all be sure out there now to follow J.J. from The Sip. That's S-I-P-P. But make sure you follow his other account, which is at – Damn, I should have went to Jackson State University. <laughs> and you, that, that's, his, that's, that's his real account. Hey, y'all, hey, y'all hey when I, I know y'all got prime time and everything. Y'all got a nice little buzz. But don't forget, he is not playing. He just on the sideline. I see y'all getting nice recruits. Now you all got his son and everything, man. But you know, you still got to come to the reservation, baby. 
And we're going to see y'all this spring and this yeah, fall. We're going to see you twice in 2021, JJ. And, man, we're looking yes, forward to it, brother. And, and continue blessings and best wishes to you out there. Hey, man, same to y'all, man. Thank y'all, man. Thank you, uh, no Tiger, Tiger Nation, for having me, man. I greatly appreciate it, man. Tiger Tiger, number love. That'll do it for episode 89 of Tiger Talk with the 1400 Club. Thank you to all of our listeners. And again, be sure to subscribe to the podcast. Apple Podcast listeners, rate and review the show. And everyone, follow Tiger Talk with the 1400 Club on Facebook and Tiger Talk 1400 on Twitter. I can't stress the importance of this enough. We're looking to do some big things with this platform to aid the athletics department. And it all starts with you. Downloading, subscribing, rating, and reviewing the show. And tell every tiger that you know. We're on all podcast outlets. Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, CastBox, and so on. And we'll be posting each episode on our Facebook and Twitter pages. As always, thank you for your support. Go Tigers. Hashtag I Believe. Hashtag The I Love. 